and welcome to the Women in Business Ask for More podcast. I'm your host, Zara Janjua, and this is brought to you by the Royal Bank of Scotland. Now, don't underestimate the power of face-to-face contact and introductions. At a time when many of us are working towards a portfolio career, building our business, or thinking about launching one, who you know can be the most powerful asset to us. But how do you find these people and build relationships with them? Well, when you hear the word networking, you might think of the traditional format, name badges, cold coffee and suits. But the landscape has changed massively, aligned with our expectations. Instagram-friendly flower walls, karaoke, Facebook live streams and speed networking are just common practice now. As the structure delineates, navigating the how-to side of things can be a little tricky. What's the correct etiquette? Should you connect on social media? On this week's episode, we're speaking to Susan Harkins, Head of Business Gateway Edinburgh, and Artie Joshi, Head of Comms, Marketing and Sponsorship at DF Concerts. We'll hear their first, best and worst experiences before looking at some of the resources and opportunities to get started. Later on, we'll hear some top tips and find out what they both have coming up in 2020. First up, Susan Harkins has helped more than 25,000 businesses set up and grow. It's just astonishing. We met earlier this year, Susan, and it was actually at one of your events I was hosting. It was the flagship International Women's Day event, and you managed to get Nicola Sturgeon there, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We did. Um, We're really lucky. We decided to have an International Women's Day event um, with a focus on women in business, and we were launching our Business Gateway Women in Business Growth Programme. And um, I'd done a bit of work around um, with the Scottish Government and the the Women in Business Action Group so I thought I would just send a little email (laughs) it's a bit more than that but to to civil servants and to her office and she agreed So it wasn't to her, hi Nick, (laughs) how's it going? We're not that well connected (laughs) unfortunately but I've been been in her you know I've seen her speak quite a lot and um, we just thought it'd be great to have the top women in Scotland there and she accepted But it was huge and she was announcing the Gender Pay Gap Action Plan as well there and it was yeah. and, and it so just, much pick up from it. There yeah. were lots of lots of attention, and actually, we met loads of great women at yeah. it as well, which is fab because we are here to talk and about networking. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just just very briefly about that. Um, seemingly, we only announced that she was coming. I think the week before because we didn't know because you know she. I think she makes that arrangement because she got a busy diary. So she told us we were coming, and it got out, and we 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 sent an email to everyone to tell them that she was coming and and to be there early. And um, it was um, trending on I think Facebook. Oh, so yeah, get that hashtag going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was great. <laughs> well, also, Artie Joshi, I mean, you have just, I mean, I'm going to run through the titles. Head of Marketing, <laughs> Comms and Sponsorship at DF Concerts, Board Member at Scottish Women Inventing Music, Band Manager for La Fontaine's and DJ at Pretty Ugly. It sounds better when you say it. Oh, does it? I'm happy to come and be your formal announcer, if you like. I'd love Your spokesperson. I mean, you are the epitome of multi-hyphening, aren't you? Yes, I think in, as in the age that we kind of go into, like the portfolio career becomes, I guess, more important. And also, I think you always draw from different things as well. So whilst the core job is my day job, there's so many things in all of those areas that fit and kind of nicely... I guess, like, kind of accompany that job. Um, but also, I just, I can't sit still. No, you've got and... that energy, don't you? <laughs> you need that burning up. 
Now, Susan, you had a really interesting background because you started out as a civil servant, didn't you? Yes, I did, yeah. Um, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say a long time ago because you've been with Business Gateway now for 15 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what made you decide to take on that role? I... Um, I did my MBA um, part-time while I was working and really and I'd been working with some small business and really enjoyed the sort of small small business sort of sector and the people I was meeting and the challenges that they faced and I was just really interested in it and I saw the job advertised and thought right I'm going to go for that and I uh, went on for the interview and got so well you know you can maybe do it but do this job first, it was sort of loan manager. I just took the chance and then developed into business advising and then into to, into the management and development of the programme. And what is it that Business Gateway deals with? What does Business Gateway do? So we, we mainly work with um, businesses or individuals. So businesses under 10, 10 employees or under a million turnover is probably where we add most value. So we work with individuals who are thinking about starting a business, just about to start up, uh, support them with um, business advising, training workshops and um, you know consultancy support and then anyone that's looking to grow their business we support them too and I mean you it's astonishing to think that you've helped 25,000 businesses well of course yeah. <laughs> probably the, the team yeah. gets a shout out yeah. but how many does that break down to a year 15, about 2,000 2, yeah well 2,000 startups but, but usually we usually get between four and 5,000 inquiries a year uh, through our workshops, through our advising as well. And you're celebrating a number of awards recently. Well, you, you won <laughs> yes. one in particular. Yeah, um, I think it was Women of Influence through um, Business Women Scotland. So that, well, I was highly uh, highly commended and Celia Hodgson from um, Hey, hey Girls, Girls won it. And yeah, I mean, she's just amazing. So yeah. But do you know what's amazing is that any time I bring up Business Gateway Edinburgh, mm -hmm. your name pops up oh, and you, nice. everyone knows you. <laughs> Everyone yeah. knows you, and you you really have helped so many people. Um, Artie, I don't. I, I mean, I feel like to focus maybe more on the head of marketing comms, and, and you you really. I mean, it's music, isn't it? That's what yeah, lights you it's up. Music, exactly. It's always been that. I mean, it's weird. I remember even getting into it. It was just this is something that I want to do, and I guess a bit like you as well, Susan. Just like right, I'm going to do this, and I like that way. That's like no one can tell you no. You're just going to get into it. You're going to do it, um, and since then it's been. A roller coaster ride, I would say. I mean, we I mean, obviously twenty three years of Tina Park. I didn't work them all. I worked eighteen of them, um, and you know we own King Tut's the venue. We've Glasgow Summer Sessions, Edinburgh Summer Sessions, and um, also gigs in Scotland, which is like our kind of overall umbrella for the almost thousand shows that we do across the year in Scotland. So. I mean, look, it's like we also started Transmit three years ago. So huge challenge. And I really, it's working with the team at DF that's the real kind of passion for me. They're all amazing. People are just really committed, but also we have a hell of a lot of fun together. Yeah. And I think that's really, really important in business. If you get up and you want to go to your work and that makes you more inspiring, I think, as well, um, particularly to younger women, then that is what you should kind of set your goal for, you know? And what's the, the music industry <clears throat> like, I would say, as a woman in Scotland? Because you're on the board for um, Scottish Women Inventing Music. So what mm. do you do there? So board membership for that. Ultimately, a, a wonderful woman called Hilary Brooks, who is a classical musician, started Swim Up about a year and a half ago. I think it was longer in her head. And um, ultimately, it's about trying to balance the gender you know imbalance in music so whether that be 
from bringing women into music, whether that be through bands or composing or whatever it is, when you look at some of the stats, it's absolutely insane mm-hmm. that the barriers that are in place. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that is the thing we all feel really passionately about getting women together to see how we can help each other. And it's a classic case of women helping women. It's databases of all these women who do various different things. Here's your access to them. Speak to each other, figure out, you know, kind of what in business you can do. And I think that's what just really is like, gladdens your heart, right? Because you're like, as women, we just go, right, let's get together, let's do it. Because recently, obviously, Transmet announced the the Headline Act and there was a little bit of controversy around them all being male. I mean, how much does that how much does that affect you? Because you're clearly very passionate about it. Um, I saw one headline about a gender play gap. Um, you know, how does it feel being so immersed in that world to then face that sort of criticism? It's difficult. I mean, I guess the first thing I would say is my boss is one of my favourite people, and I still work for him because he absolutely is not a sexist or a misogynist. Um, and you know, overall, the reason, it, it's a difficult, difficult thing to try and affect because if you don't change the infrastructure mm-hmm. and you don't build from the bottom up, you're never going to affect the top. And we are ultimately, like, one of the things I think he said is that there are far fewer women headliners, which is true, but it's true in essence that there are far, there are not as many headliners overall as there used to be and also you're dealing with people's touring schedules you're dealing with offers that are made and they might actually just be taking a year off so I think there's so many things that affect that but we did start something last year which is a Queen Touch stage and like personally I think you can you can adapt and you can make something grow and, and tweak it and we probably didn't get it all right the first year but ultimately the point was how do we give young women a start in this business and how do we kind of bring them into the infrastructure mm-hmm. Um, so you know most of the bands that played that had a great great experience and wouldn't be playing the stage at a festival at that level had it not been for that so well it's hugely admirable what you do and even speaking out about it because I know it's difficult to negotiate this and how you talk about it as well <laughs> so I'm sorry for putting you on the spot a wee bit um, obviously both you, you're both networkers and mm-hmm. Susan yeah. I feel like when it comes to networking I mean could you even estimate how many networking events you've been to um, a lot. <laughs> uh, so this last week I've probably been to maybe three or four, um, all different kinds of networking, yeah. but yeah, mm-hmm. but quite a lot. <laughs> would you say that, would it be fair to say really that you prescribe to a sort of, you enjoy the, 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 the formal formal networking events? Um, I enjoy a bit of both, to be honest. Um, I suppose the formal ones because of what I do. Yeah. Um, so we've put them on quite a lot of the time. But um, yeah, I, I quite enjoy um, informal informal networking too. It it just depends on 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 what's what's there, what I have to go to. Because some of it's a lot of it's to do with my work, but mm-hmm. it's quite enjoyable. So. Because the reason I love you both mm-hmm. together, and I'm really interested in having this conversation, <laughs> is that both the different industries, but also um, you know different backgrounds and, and slightly different approaches to mm-hmm. networking. Mm-hmm. Susan, what would you say networking was like? How would you look to define it? Oh, um, it's it's probably people getting together, usually for a joint purpose um, or a joint interest. And it's it can be all different things, but for me, it's just about getting to know people, and um, finding people with a common kind of purpose, and just building on that. And I think that's best way I could describe it. And and similarly to you, then Artie, how would you how do you view networking? 
not as eloquently as Susan, <laughs> right? So um, I would probably say it's it's a device that connects people in its simplest form. It's you put yeah. lots of people together, and what comes from that is ultimately like really often really great relationships, you know. So I guess yeah, exactly everything that you said. But and in our business, a lot of it is more informal. So there's often after a gig, you'll meet people at the bar, um, or you'll meet people kind of backstage, and I think that's where. The, the icebreakers and things yeah. all come out. But yeah, networking, connecting people and making sure that you're growing your circle, right? Because I, I mean, that was very eloquent, can I just say? <laughs> yeah. oh, it's <laughs> not <laughs> like me. You did very well. Um, but in this sort of age of social media, and, and actually I feel like there is a real move towards informalising the process. Um, you know, do you, do you consider online networking? Well, yeah, I, I think there is, there's a place for for it in terms of like like I really like LinkedIn and I'm not quite sure why but it works mm -hmm. it really works for getting my network and getting the message out there in terms of women in business um but I, I still like that face to face I just don't think you can you know you, can, you can't substitute that mm -hmm. for me you know just meeting people there really is no substitute for yeah. it and I notice yeah. it in in my industry quite a lot and even just I think sometimes you step back and reflect on how you like to be approached yeah. mm -hmm. And actually, there's one thing putting a, if someone else, if someone comes to you and recommends a person, a friend or someone that they've been connected with, you feel obliged to make some effort and, and establish that connection. But ultimately, once you've met someone face to face, and especially if you've got a bit of rapport, you're far more likely to answer emails from them. Totally. You're far more likely to, you know, connect them with other people or have them in the forefront of your mind when ideas pop up. So I just don't think there is any substitute yeah. at all for it. You're right. Yeah, I completely um, agree. <laughs> I don't want to sound old here, but do you, do you think that's it's different for the younger generation? Bumble, the dating app, has oh, like can. a friend sec section or version and also has a business version, which essentially is like swipe right or swipe left for business contacts, which to me is like the world gone too far. But then at the same time, to millennials, if you're used to using that structure mm -hmm. of making relationships, then maybe we just, I mean, I'm a Gen X and... I just, I'm like stuck in the middle of it. I'm like, all right, I might try it. Don't get it. <laughs> but Susan, do you remember what your, your very first networking event was? The very first one that you went to or one of the first? And what was it like? Yeah, I got sent along to, I just started a new job. Uh, so it's a private company down in 4th Street. And uh, I got, I'd never done any networking. Well, I suppose the civil service was more informal so networking. And I was, I was quite young at the time. And I got sent along to, I think it was at Edinburgh Chamber or Leith Chamber lunch. And I felt so intimidated. <laughs> I was on my own. And I just, I, I think it was in Leith. And I can't. I can't even remember where it was about, but it just, uh, yeah, I felt really kind of out of place. Why, what am I doing here? All that imposter syndrome. Uh, yeah, it was a long time ago, but I just felt really like a fish out of water. So how did you handle it? What did you do? Um, oh God, I think I just, uh, just I think I found someone, if I remember, just that looked quite friendly and just tagged on to them. Because <laughs> I really, I'm not keen on going into a room and just being 
on my own. I'm, I'm more comfortable with it. Cause I, I tend to, it's very rare that I'll go somewhere in Edinburgh in the business community and not know someone. I mean, uh-huh. it still happens, but it's pretty rare now because I've been doing it quite a long time. Um, But back then, I just thought I have to find something because I don't like going in on my own. Mm-hmm. I, 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 even now, I do prefer, I don't mind going on my own as long as I know someone. I just don't like standing about like mm-hmm. no pals. So that kind of pushes me to then speak to people. But back then, I just found someone that only oh, looked friendly and just go up to them and start chatting. <laughs> It's really awkward. Yeah, isn't it? really oh. awkward. Yeah, but when that you're was stood yeah. by yourself with your cold coffee oh, in your hand, yeah. just trying not to make contact, but hoping that someone's oh, yeah. going to come and say hello. Yeah. God, everything that you're saying is so true, though. Like, Arthur, like, you cried at <laughs> my first cried one. Did my you? first oh. one. I locked myself in the toilet and cried. Mm-hmm. So again, like. I think you're absolutely right. I think years later, you're like you, you did oh, what? Yeah. Social butterfly, apparently. <laughs> but like, I I remember just being like, this is so awkward, yeah. and and kind of. I don't really know what to do with myself and it was at a breast cancer dinner I'd been invited to when I was a PR and I just didn't know anybody and I spent a bit of time kind of hovering around not really knowing how to start a conversation and then just locked myself in the toilet and cried for about 10 minutes and then was like that you know that talk (laughs) you give yourself like come on get up let's go and then met this wonderful bunch of people because I sat down and interacted with people, but it was, it was the most alien, one of the most alien experiences I think I've ever had in my life. But I think it's so lovely when someone is vulnerable enough to, you know, firstly be themselves and secondly mm-hmm. say, I'm absolutely cacking it right now. <laughs> and you know, there's just something really endearing about people oh, that come totally. up and say, oh God, I feel awkward. And you think, oh God, you're, at least you're having a laugh at yourself. And, and actually it brings on to, you know, how important is having a bit of a sense of humour at these things? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I found it really, um, in terms of making an impact or to to have a good opener or to say something that is at least going to make be memorable, mm. for the right reasons, obviously. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> but just to say something with a sense of humour, because it makes it also really easy on the follow-up if you do meet someone to send them an email or on social or whatever you want to do and say to them, you know, if it's a private joke, if it's something about the cold coffee, if it's whatever you want to make a, a joke about, jokes are usually a bit funnier than cold coffee, just FYI. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just to, you know, have something to open with. But there, there, there is a line, and I'm keen to know from yourself, Susan, what what kind of events you're going to. Um, you know, what, what do they look like? What's the structure of them? So most of the events that we, well, most of them that I go to, there's a couple of different formats. It's either speaker, you know, sort of lunch or dinner, um, speaker or a panel. I, I really like the panel idea. Me too. And it works really mm-hmm. well. Or the interview. That's so. What we found is to get inspirational speakers is quite difficult because people are quite nervous about speaking on their own. And I think you do have to have to be really a great. I mean, we've got lots of good speakers, but to be that great speaker to hold that audience can be quite tricky for people, and also people are nervous. So the panel or the interview breaks that down a little bit, and it works really well. So we've we've been doing a lot of that. Um, it could be an award dinner, if, you know, that's that's the other kind of networking. Or today, um, Scottish Edge, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. networking through. Um, we've all got our stands, and you know, people that are visiting come round and visit. So there's lots of different mm-hmm. networking. I mean, what I love about these kind of events mm-hmm. is that you get the opportunity to actually hear people talk and make yeah. make notes mm-hmm. so that then you've got a few questions because you usually do open them up to questions yeah, afterwards questions from the audience well, but it also gives you just that little oh I'll save that question and try and approach them in a in a way that's yes. not creepy and weird yeah. and yeah. just yeah. have something to say to them you know when to, mm-hmm. to open it up and that really works because yeah. I found if I've been on a panel sort of speaking 
people do remember you or you know yeah. I had I, I was doing a sort of host the other day and um, lots of people then came and spoke to me and that was really nice and you've done speed networking as well haven't you yeah I love speed networking I've not done it for a while it's, I, I don't know if it's kind of gone a bit out of fashion mm-hmm. but yeah yeah that's great where um you get about two minutes to speak or three minutes and you just go around the room and someone rings a bell and you just go around the room and ring the bell and everyone does the speed but i feel like if you're the kind of if if you are going to an event and you desperately want to meet certain people yeah. or make contacts maybe you're at the stage in your business where you're absolutely looking for an investor or you're mm-hmm. looking for pr coverage or whatever mm-hmm. it is you're looking yeah. for to go with intent yes, um and yeah. and to really have a plan you know speed networking is such a great way of doing it because mm-hmm. you don't mess about and actually you can make some really quick contacts yeah, that yeah. way but I, I, again it's quite focused so um and i'm i think it's good fun and you probably meet people i'm not i'm never sure how effective it actually is mm-hmm. whereas the more um so so when i talk about our networking so you you know, people come along and um, particularly women in business we usually have half an hour before it and you can't hear a word it's so busy everyone's chatting <laughs> and then you have to tell them stop <laughs> and i actually had um so it was a civic reception last sunday and i got to um use the lord Provost's hammer Ooh, to, to, really? to get you know, <laughs> normally it's his, his assistant that does it it was great <laughs> and everybody just signed Silence. It was that was really good and just um but everyone was talking so much because it was all women mm-hmm. international women in the room and then you'll sit and listen a little bit to your speaker and then networking after it so it's although it's staged a little bit because you're asking people to come in it is semi-informal mm-hmm. so people can mm-hmm. then just chat about maybe what they've heard so i, I prefer that where yeah. you get you, you know it's just open to yeah. and to there's chat. a bit of structure to a little it bit well. of structure yeah. um i think people like a bit of structure particularly because ours are, is business networking that's that's what our oh they expect it or they yeah. expect it yeah you're listening to royal bank of scotland's ask for more podcasts presented by me zara janjua i mean women and how, how the way that we communicate, should I say, as women, um, is sometimes seen as being very different to, to men. And I recently found out a lot about assigning kind of um, colours to your personalities. And, mm-hmm. you know, I very much identified as being a, a yellow personality. So if you want me to do something, just both so you know, you have to <laughs> ask me how my weekend was, how I'm feeling, what my favourite colour is, what I'm up to. <laughs> and, and then you can ask so, me. Yeah. Whereas some people just want really their blues, they want direct. Yeah. I think in general, we approach things from the inside out rather than the outside in mm-hmm. so we, we kind of want to get to know the person first before yeah. we get to business mm-hmm. that's how I am but yeah. I'm interested to know how, how you feel completely the same as you so very much I would say that a lot of my now best friends have come through informal networking or have come from kind of business contacts that have been passed on by other people mm-hmm. and I think we're so much, I mean, Susan and I were even just chatting before we came in and it was like, blah, life story, you know. But I think we're just, yeah. we're very open and we're, we're quite trusting and we we enjoy that art of conversation, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you know. And, and kind of the more that you share, the more you get back mm-hmm. generally, yeah. particularly from women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I kind of think, like, I remember years ago kind of starting a conversation and by the end of it, I think I'd told my life story pretty much within <laughs> yeah. the space of five minutes. And you know, but the person had given me that back. Yeah. And in PR, it was always so important. I still say this to my team. If you're phoning a journalist and you're literally saying, did you get my press release? Uh, are you going to write about it? People aren't going to do that. Whereas if you're phoning and saying, how's your sister? 
blah 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 because you met them or you hear or you know something about them it's exactly what you say Sarah it's that that connector mm-hmm. of people and you, you're speaking to a person as opposed to a name on the other end of the phone yeah. or an email I mean scientific studies have proven that by communicating this way we do actually open up different mm-hmm. parts of our brain and we're more receptive to information which I think mm-hmm. is really interesting because yeah. it's a much better way of, of retaining information and, and remembering people um, but obviously different styles potentially of, of, of events I'm also wondering just how you feel about I know we've sort of touched on social media but I'm wondering is it like acceptable to stalk essentially people on social media before <laughs> beforehand in events you know do is it something where you can sort of plan and do you like if, if you're at an event let's say one of your Susan and and um, you hear someone speaking mm-hmm. While you're sitting there, would you recommend people just to look them up on social, add them on social media? I, I always try to add everybody on to everyone I meet. So I get your business cards and then I, I usually put them onto LinkedIn and that's my personal network. Mm-hmm. And and that kind of creates a bit of an online network. But I'm I'm not maybe that it's probably just me actually. I'm not one for sort of stalking people on social media. <laughs> just me then. Yeah, no, yeah. no, sorry, I'm with um, you. But you know, um but I can see the I can see the value of yeah, sending, you know, a little note through LinkedIn or you know, Twitter or whatever, yeah. just to see your. Ex- well, I've done that before. You know, mm-hmm. really looking forward to speaking to or seeing you know, such and such. So, um, yeah, I think you can do that. Your LinkedIn yeah. game is strong. I know. I, I I'm the opposite of you. LinkedIn yeah. terrifies me, and I don't know whether it's because I'm just like, oh, there's so many people, and I don't know what to do with them. And I guess like Twitter probably mm-hmm. more so for me is like somewhere that I would just go and have a look yeah. and see maybe do that way with with Facebook as well do I have any friends in common yeah well, that's, that's a quite good a good tool yeah, that's a good thing um, yeah. and because personal introductions Instagram. are so much better yeah yes yeah. I like social I like LinkedIn sorry because it's very much a business mm-hmm. so I, I use that very much for business so I don't would never I don't really post anything on LinkedIn personal so I try to keep it separate mm-hmm. it's like Twitter as mm-hmm. well I try to keep a separate business account just because I don't want to blur the kind of lines between of all so that's what I tend I think to you're do absolutely right with that when well. has it ever gone wrong let's talk about networking <laughs> going wrong because we've heard about your first experiences <laughs> but let's let's have a let's have a chat about the worst ones I mean, it often goes wrong. I think sometimes I am not very good at remembering names and faces together in the same context. So then what I do is start occasionally, particularly as age is sitting, particularly talking to people who then halfway through the conversation I realise is not the person that I thought they were and then have to kind of rescue my way. And my team tell me I'm really good at rescuing it without it looking as if mm-hmm. I have had to rescue it. But yeah, I think sometimes I just get a bit overexcited. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. you're here. And then it's like, oh no, you're not you. <laughs> like we have this thing that we say in music, like my face is my pass. Right? <laughs> like, I would love your life. I want to use yes. that line. It definitely doesn't work for me, just so it's clear. People that know your actual pass, dear. But I do think that, you know, faces, I remember faces, I don't always remember names, and sometimes it is just difficult to, to put the two together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how about you, Susie? Has it, ever gone, has it ever gone wrong? Yeah, I mean, we've had events where the food hasn't turned up, which is a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've had, 
I think we had to do a event recently where we had to evacuate the building as well. Uh, why? What because, happened? Um, it was one of the really hot days, and the temperature in the building went sky high, and we had to, yeah, we had to evacuate one of the events. So you just find yourself on. doing some hot yoga, <laughs> turn this it into a network the, event yeah. with a difference. Um, and a couple, a couple of things that I was kind of thinking about on the way here, because you know, sometimes you just put them all out of your minds. But we we used to run this um, networking event that just ended up turning into a bit of a, a sort of old boys kind of club. <laughs> and um, I remember we stopped it when um, someone phoned up one of my colleagues to say, um, "When's the supper club on then tonight?" We thought, supper club? What are you talking about? And it was just because we we stopped really promoting it, and then just the same people. Came. It was nothing wrong with it, but mm. it was the same people coming. I think they got a glass of wine. They enjoyed it, but it wasn't really. It was just uh-huh. it turned into a club. And we thought, mm. right, we need to stop that. <laughs> and and that. Yeah. So we tried to encourage, attract more people into things now, mm. so that it's a bit more. Yeah, we're, we're, it kind of had the opposite effect to what we're trying to do. Yeah. So that was a few years ago. You created know. a monster. We did. Yeah. We did. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because oh, we food. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and wine. I'm there. And why was I not there? <laughs> when I think about networking, actually, I really do think it's not as um, prescriptive as, as, as it once was. And actually, mm-hmm. really now, I consider networking and everything really because more often than not it's been at either events whether it's award dinners or you know anywhere a night, a night out you yeah. end up meeting someone and having a conversation with them and having some fun with them even yeah. and mm. thinking gosh I really like you and when you swap details you realize it's someone that either you could help or that could really help you um, you know recently I was at an event and spent the whole night with this amazing woman having great conversation with her and at the end of the night she gave me her card and she is an agent and she has you know she's represented some pretty big names um, in TV and I just thought isn't it fab that mm, at least now yeah. when I come to you and ask you for something <laughs> you know I like you <laughs> you know it's yeah, not yeah, that I'm yeah, just yeah. you know asking yeah. you for for something um, but, but I wonder about I mean this has obviously happened to you Artie because this is how you met the Fontaines. <laughs> so again, in music, what tends to happen is if somebody knows somebody, but they don't necessarily have that kind of business relationship with them, they will introduce them to somebody else. So I was at Charlie Murphy um, at Comedy Gig, Eddie Murphy's brother, who I think died a couple of years ago, actually. Very, very funny. Was introduced to a bunch of boys up the back by one of our promoters. I was like, oh, this is Artie, she'd love you. And I was like, all right, One Direction, and just was really a bit drunk and really a bit annoying. <laughs> oh, that's the stuff I was talking uh-huh, about, giving them like, names mm, and all. Yeah, lovely, lovely times. And then we went and had a few drinks, and actually, you know, to be fair to Care, who's our front man and also just, like, my little brother, best pal now, um, he just, like, kind of kept on at me, and there was something about the way that he was asking questions that was like, please just come and see our band, and it wasn't this needy, annoying way. It was like, here's information, and I, I remember being like, what do you want me to do? And he was like, a little bit of help with PR would be great, but I just really enjoyed meeting you. And I think that that kind of you know connection, he's now somebody that's so important in my life. All, all of them are. And I think that that is quite an important thing. But you're right, it's like if you like people, mm-hmm. you're much more likely to work together mm-hmm. as well. I mean, swim is a bit like that for me. A lot of the women involved are really good friends or have become really good friends. Mm-hmm. I could sit and listen to Hillary, who's our chairperson, talk all night. She's just got the best stories, and I think that's so important. But obviously, on the flip side as well, Susan, you you will find a lot of people at events approaching you and wanting to talk to you. How do you like to be approached? I, I just like people to come and say hi. Um, 
yeah, I, I don't mind being approached at all. And I think that's, I just try to be as open as possible and speak to everybody. Because I think it's it's nice, you know, even if it's someone that's, being, you know, you maybe aren't really connecting with, I will still give them, I will still listen to them. Because I think it's really important to give everybody a chance. And sometimes, you know, you, you might meet people and you don't automatically connect. And then you'll meet them again and you do connect. Or, you know, somebody, you, you could be having a bad day, they could be having a bad day. And so I always give people that opportunity to, and, and I know normally I get on with most people so I like I just like people to come up and just say hi um, tell me a bit about themselves and you know I, I do get a lot of people approaching me through sales and things like that and I'm just quite open and just you know say well what I, what I can do to help I will what I can't I, I can you're um, such a kind person you are, you've got so, so much yeah, nicer than me <laughs> I, I work in a really um I suppose I don't know if nice is the, the right word, but mm-hmm. it is a it's a very um nice networking place to be feel good. to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, we, you very rarely will I come across someone that is not that nice. I mean mm-hmm. genuinely. Um and, and that's just evolved and particularly in the women in business. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. so it's it's quite easy for me to be open. A bit more open, mm-hmm. I think. You know, if maybe in yeah. other industries it's a bit more difficult. Yeah. You know. I guess it's like the the challenge sometimes for me comes when particularly when people are cold, that's a cold opener, mm-hmm. and they don't have any idea, particularly when you've been on a panel, they ask you things that you've already said on the panel. That annoys me a little bit. I'm like, well, you're, you're here and you want to connect, but your research is poor. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds awful, right? And it, it is, you're much nicer than me, <laughs> but I'm a bit like, go away and come back when you've done your research. And also, I really hate when people tweet me and be like, you need to do this for me. I'm a bit like I'm. I'm sorry. Have we met? Do you, like this is Twitter. It's the internet. Do you understand? But I also really, really like when people go. I was thinking about this thing. I just like your advice on it. So that yeah, I'm that really thing, open yeah. to. Do you know what? Asking for advice is such a yeah. good a good thing because I mm-hmm. don't respond well to people coming to me and saying, you know. I want you to help me with this um, and just sending me things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> First of all, you know, I've got lots of friends and people I know and people I have connections with mm-hmm. that I want to de- and charities that I want to dedicate time to. You've not actually given me any reason to want to help you. Yeah. You've just basically demanded my time and my attention. Just hold on. Mm-hmm. I do really struggle with that. Um, if people are listening and they maybe do you want to go along to some events? Where would you even start? Like, where, what kind of resources do you use if you are looking for events or where do you post your events, Susan? So we post them through business, well, originally through Business Gateway website. And, um, but now we've been using Eventbrite and found that mm. really good. And I suppose this is terrible. It was like a light bulb moment, but earlier this year we started to use Eventbrite and we've opened up a whole new or attracted a whole projects for women in business new new people to it and it's been great I mean that's really worked mm-hmm. for us so were you finding you were seeing the same faces at events for a while yeah, yeah. so we actually probably last year and um, before the International Women's Day event and um, we I don't think we'd ran a women in business networking event we'd ran a lot of workshops and we attract a lot of people new people then but the networks we felt were just getting a little bit tired and then we relaunched in March and that was just the best this has been really mm-hmm. a really good year um, we've got an, a networking event on Thursday tomorrow <laughs> what day we're on <laughs> and um, we've got 90 women booked on to it so probably get about 70 turn up which mm-hmm. is in December 
pretty, really pretty good. good you oh, because there's a big yeah. pool. There's yeah. lots of demand yeah. on people's time. So, so mm-hmm. I think for for me, Eventbrite's a good place to start because people mm-hmm. list all their events there. So and there's also quite sort of quirky events. I know you've been yeah. to yeah. you've been to a curling have, one, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. What was that yeah. like? Yeah. Um, it was a long. It was quite a long time ago. <laughs> through in Brayheads. Uh, I don't. I can't even really remember. Why? I think it was on the back of maybe someone had the event because of the when they won the gold medal when the yeah, girls Olympics. the women mm-hmm. won the, the, the gold medal and we went through and did a curling sort of team sort of networking thing. It was great. It was, it was even really your good. head there heading it up. That would be <coughs> no, amazing. Unfortunately, it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good. It was mm. good. And yeah. and so what about yourself, Artie? Well, so, is it different for the music industry? Yeah, yeah I, think, I mean, there's a lot of kind of standard events every year that everybody goes to. So. Born to be Wide wide Days in Edinburgh, and then you have ILMC, which is kind of down south, and then you've got South by Southwest. So generally, a lot of the promoters will go to all of these events, and then you'll go along if there's something that, you know, if there's a speaker you want to see or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, With Swim, we generally use Facebook events. So that tends to be where we put that out, and we've got membership as well. So I think it really just depends on the event, but music, and again, we're part of Live Nation, so that's our parent company. Mm-hmm. So a lot of networking kind of comes through Live Nation, um, and additionally through our agencies as well. So a lot of our agencies might just send out an opening and invite to something and you'll end yeah. up you know, going along. So lots of restaurant openings and things like that. Well, I bet you go to loads of events that aren't advertised. Yeah. You're proper bougie. <laughs> It's proper bougie. They're never that excited. <laughs> but it's lovely that you bring up Facebook. So I actually think if, if anyone does go online and start having a look, actually even you know Twitter and all the social platforms, mm-hmm. if you start having a look, but Facebook in particular is great for, for events where you get the chance to look at different industries, even mm-hmm. areas of interest. If you've got mm-hmm. a skill set that you want to learn, mm-hmm. if you've got a hobby, if there's, you know, whatever it is, there's lots and lots of options out there. I think it's tailored itself more to a community these days, Facebook, like you can kind of find... Yeah your community on Facebook and although the figures are on the decline, the figures in terms of kind of the communities are on their way up. So that's quite nice. It's like, right, build your people, I suppose. And actually once you find those groups in those communities, they will advise and they'll send you those private invites that only Artie gets invited to. (laughs) They can also be hilarious, to be fair. Like some of those Facebook groups and some of the postings on them are quite fun. (laughs) I mean, you're going to have to explain more than that. I think you get a lot of, I've seen a lot of kind of Facebook arguments on some of those groups. Oh, really? Which I just really, I I mean, I'm saying I really enjoy, but it's more like people arguing about silly things like it'd be a venue and people might, there might be a lot of people who have an opinion on the venue that things should be held at and it goes on for two days and you're like, I'll just come back when this is over, you know? Um, Wow. And there, there was a group, on that group, they just couldn't define what their purpose was and who could be a member. And it, it just kind of disintegrated because of that. And it was such a shame because there was such a lovely idea mm-hmm. behind it, which was kind of introducing women to art and various different, you know, kind of networks and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes they'll get caught up in the, the nonsense. But I think it's really important <laughs> yeah. to actually define what it is you're looking for, mm-hmm. you know, who, who it is you want to meet yeah. as well um, and, and target some of those events. But that obviously brings me on to um, I'd love to know what your top tips would be for, for networking because both of you are just the queen of networking. So queens of networking, should I say. Um, Artie, let's start with you. Um, don't drink too much. So, you know, <laughs> genuinely don't drink too much that you forget conversations you had or that you become a bit more loose-lipped. Um, I think, you know, be, be social, ask questions, have icebreakers ready. So, 
you know, even if it is just like kind of what's happening in the world at that point, particularly in music, there's always a new band you can talk about or something you've been to or a gig you've seen. So go in and talk about that. Or generally just say to somebody, how are you? What have you been up to this week? How's your week looked? I think that, have that ready. And I think we talked about it before as well, you know, research. But also, if you're not confident, which a lot of people are not, particularly women, then go with a pal. Just don't stand in the corner talking to your pal all night. You know, just make sure you split up and kind of come back together. But I think if you're taking a bit of a support with you, it's it's not a bad idea. And and just on that point um, that you mentioned before about how to, you know, how to essentially approach people, what are good openers? Oh God, I'm trying to think what I've said to people. But generally, I will either have stopped somebody or know who they are. Mm-hmm. So usually there's a, oh, I know this person from blah. How do you know them? But I, I always think, like, you write with me, say, with humour. Generally, I say things like, I've just fallen up the stairs. Or, like, do you want, can I get you a drink? You know, yeah. that's always a good one as well. Or, oh, that chicken was awful. Do you know, just like if there's I'm a the caterer. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I think sometimes if there's speakers as well, just talking about the speakers and how great they were, yeah. that's a nice opener because yeah. you're at something together and you've got vested interest. Honestly, I feel like that's a fantastic one. It's just how, you know, speakers today have been fantastic, mm-hmm. haven't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. It's really simple. Um, how about yourself, Susan? I always usually just say hi. You know, I'm Susan Harkins. And um, then I look if they've got a badge and just say, oh, what do you do? And that kind of opens up the conversation. Do you wear glasses, Susan? Uh, well, I do. So, yeah, so I have to. <laughs> I don't. I can't see their badge. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, yeah, that's, that's a good point. So, but yeah, just, I usually mm-hmm. just say hi, introduce myself and just take it from there. And usually it works quite well. Because it is yeah. very yeah. awkward. And I've been in the situation where maybe you, what, you're on the, the outside of a, a group and there's someone talking and you want to kind of... <laughs> worm your way in and you stand there and just kind of think oh now is now a good time can I and you just think it's hard to negotiate it really really is hard to find your way but just you know I feel like be confident and you need to feel it out Mm -hmm. don't you but what are you what are some of your top tips Susan um so I always think you should sort of try before you buy any networking um there's lots of paid you know lots of paid events lots of free events um but just if you are going to go for paid events, try and get a free a free event first to make sure it's mm-hmm. it's right you know right for you. Um, your time is precious, so don't. If you there will be events that just not you're not getting anything out of it or you're not enjoying, you don't need to go to them. Pick you know choose quite wisely if you can. Particularly in Edinburgh, we've got probably I don't know it must be hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of events, business events running mm-hmm. all the time, and some of them will be good, some of them won't be so good or not for you. So it's about use your you know be be wise yeah. with your time don't go to everything and I like the pal thing I mean I know there's a kind of two things that isn't there bring your pal along but don't you know use it as your comfort blanket yeah. all night absolutely but sometimes two people I don't know why this is tend to attract so so you'd be standing there for ages and then the next minute someone comes and speaks mm-hmm. and then everybody's coming around to speak so yeah. I suppose if you yeah. look like you're having a good time as well yeah. generally that yeah. attracts people to you <laughs> so yeah. the humor thing and if you, if you look like you're kind of just having fun and having a laugh then mm-hmm. That does, and, yeah. and I mean, especially kind of music networking, there's that thing where you'll be in, in groups of people, you'll be like yeah. doing some sort of exercise and you're just a bit hovery, but then you just, you know, the thing I would say is, I don't know whether you agree with this, but don't hang about 
hear a bit of a joke and then just do like a mad fake laugh. Like that's <laughs> the worst thing. Well, that's very Bridget Jonesy, <laughs> isn't it? That's very Bridget Jonesy. Um, I mean, I actually do think that there's merit in going alone and setting your own agenda. Mm. To be perfectly yeah. honest, I think if you've got the confidence, then go yeah, along and do it and be confident and approach mm -hmm. people. But mm -hmm. certainly I completely agree if you, if you don't. The other thing I was going to suggest is, um, you know, business cards. I feel yeah, like sometimes yeah. like we just need to I hate when I forget it yeah. and someone asks me and then you need to get your phone out and then it always feels a bit strange having to get phones out and swap numbers yeah. and I just think cards um always remember to take cards or ways of you know getting getting Definitely. in touch with people. I no longer live in that universe so annoyingly people just say add me on Twitter. Oh is that right? That's mm. that seems to be in our business it's very much like we, I don't even have business cards anymore mm -hmm. but if I was going to more formal networking event I would yeah. probably make an effort to take them. Just don't add me on Twitter. <laughs> and then I, what I do is once I have the business card, I then add the business, someone gave me this tip onto my LinkedIn. Oh, well, so well, that's good. I connect. Yeah. So that's your personal database. So if you can't remember someone and you think, oh, who was it? Mm -hmm. You can go back and find Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And actually, mm -hmm. there's, it's, a, real, it's really good there's a real value yeah. in the aftercare as well. So it's not yeah. just about yeah. meeting people at events. Make sure you do follow mm -hmm. up. And actually, mm -hmm. one of the things that I would always recommend is find out any way that you could help someone that you want to get something from yeah. um, so that yeah. it's not just yeah. it's not just, just that you're really asking them for something mm -hmm. that it becomes a mutual yeah. relationship where they will then mm -hmm. come to you when they need something and they will connect you with other people and it just feels a bit healthier yeah. doesn't it mm -hmm. um Artie, what have you got coming up what are the plans for next what year have you got coming up so transmit Edinburgh Summer Sessions in Princess Street Gardens, which I can highly recommend. You should all come to. <laughs> Brilliant. What did you go to? Uh, James. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, oh, I can just see it now. Oh, we should go together. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can I come? <laughs> can I imagine? You can come. Um, and then Glasgow Summer Sessions. King Tut's is having its 30th birthday. Um, my band have just been to Bangkok, so it looks like they're going out to Japan next year. Oh my word! Um, so I really want to, to make that trip. Uh -huh. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Fingers crossed. They went to India last year, plus European, UK headline tours and stuff. So, yeah, like good fun things next year. Oh, it's year. all I'm happening. To oh, I'm so jealous of Japan. <laughs> you can come. Japan. Listen, what? take a crowd right, of people. Let's go. You said it. Cool. You said it now. Done. <laughs> and what about yourself, Susan? So uh, one of the things that we are looking to do is our Women in Business um, Growth Programme is to try and reach out more to the black and ethnic minority mm -hmm. um, community. So at a networking event last week, the International Conference, I met four women from Edinburgh, from the, the community, and um, we're going to start sort of scoping out a programme for sort of the BAME community. This sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, the real... It, as soon as I've been trying to do this for a long time, yeah. mm -hmm. but I couldn't find the women. They weren't in my network, and mm -hmm. that's the only way I can describe it. Do you know? I think it's such mm -hmm. an interesting thing as well because I don't know. Like yeah. I sometimes am turned off by going to, you know, black and ethnic minority yeah. events, yeah. and I don't know whether sometimes the community is that. But again, if it's like here's an inclusive event, yeah. and we're all going to talk about the same stuff, but I, I do think you've really hit on something there, Susan. I think it's difficult to run something is, and get yeah. it right. Isn't the fact it? is, like, we yeah. do need to help promote yeah. minority groups and, and increase yeah. diversity, yeah. and it's mm -hmm. it's better yeah. for the economy. We can see that even companies that mm -hmm. have a lot more diversity in them are yeah. more profitable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's just yeah. I feel like it's a fabulous thing, and I would love yeah. to help so in I'd any way I can. And, uh, but I think the, what we've tried to do is say, so I met two women who I think work for RBS mm -hmm. and they're starting up their own app and they were really interesting. But the other ladies, um, 
is it Ma Roberts, so Maggie McRoberts, who mm. has a um, a sauce, and she's now starting uh, to do vegan food with oh, with the sauce. Mm. She's I mean, she's just hit on that whole vegan market, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and she's amazing. So that was through just networking, yeah. mm-hmm. and so we're all going to meet up in the new year it's great. because we can run something. But I want to make sure I'm not even sure if it will be start up or growth, mm-hmm. but it might be a combination of things. But it's to start and get. But my always idea is to then main not mainstream it maybe that's the wrong word but get mainstream it to an extent you're so right though so we get the mix so that everybody's learning from each other so I think that inclusivity though like it's that thing like swim is very much Mm -hmm. all about kind of inclusivity inclusivity even (laughs) that word but I think it's because often if you're any minority you can't you know women as well like if you can't see yourself you can't be at, yeah. there's no yeah. th- nothing to aspire mm-hmm. to yeah. and I think it is also that thing of the more experiences that you share particularly yeah. the good and bad mm-hmm. ones yeah. and that comes from networking mm-hmm. you know there's just a bit more of an understanding and we become a bit more yeah. kind of of one nation mm-hmm. and, and that is ultimately the dream isn't it it's oh, definitely and I think that's I think particularly I found our I don't think our events are that diverse and that's mm-hmm. just because you attract certain type of people to come and they're all fantastic mm-hmm. and that's women breaking down their barriers so you need to then break down everybody else's barriers yeah. I think so that's I'm really excited about that and I think yeah. it'll definitely go ahead. I feel like that's so, such a perfect sentiment yeah. to, to, <laughs> to end on connecting women um, it's been such a fabulous experience listening to your stories I loved hearing your best your worst your you know it's just been fabulous to connect <laughs> with you both and obviously you heard it here Artie's inviting us to Japan Absolutely. and we're going out <laughs> we're going on tour <laughs> Arthur, Susan, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's fun. Yeah, it's been yeah. great. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Royal Bank of Scotland's Ask for More podcasts, breaking down the barriers to women starting and running successful businesses. 